Greetings gamers, I'm Ben Ross. And I'm Superpal. And you're listening to Very Good Music, a VGM podcast. Again, everyone, and welcome back to this family road trip through the wide world of VGM, covering songs from the past and the present, original music, homages, covers, remixes, chiptune, just video game music in general. Yeah, video game music in general. And we are back just one week later to talk about a little bit of the lighter side of wintry VGM. Chukabao, what have you been up to this week? I was just working on music, uh, some Pokemon stuff. And you uh, developed a little activity for you and your uh, siblings to do, right? Oh yeah, I made sort of, I set up a sort of Among Us in real life thingy. <laughs> a live action Among Us where he put up stations all around our house and color coded things so that his, uh, even his littlest sisters who could not read everything clearly uh, would know what to do, so... Shukapau being the cool big sibling this week. And we are listening to some more festive VGM because what holiday that we celebrate are we approaching, Shukapau? Christmas. That is right. We have got presents all, uh, well, in the back rooms of the house, not quite wrapped yet because mom has a new job this year and uh, it's very, very busy right now. But we do have the tree up, we have the decorations up, and we have got all kinds of wintry stuff going on. And those of you with a keen ear might actually hear a familiar little ditty in the background. This is a cover of Jingle Bells from the game Christmas Card Maker Simulator Santa Claus no Takarabako for the Famicom Disk System. This is a cover of Jingle Bells, and we are going to be playing some more festive tunes underneath our talking this time around. Uh, sometimes I'll just repeat the song like we usually do, but I do have some little Easter eggs hidden here and there that uh, we'll see if y'all recognize. I will have the names and all that information in the show notes, but if you listen real close, you might hear a couple of other... Uh, classic Christmas songs or just Christmassy sounding stuff and if you like it I we do have the playlist on YouTube where you can go and listen to all of the songs in the episode even the ones playing under the times we talk so yeah I guess we don't have too much else to say we kind of said it all last week didn't we shoot about yep cool well I think that's enough of uh, Jingle Bells. They've been listening to that now for a couple of minutes. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and get into your first track of the evening. What are we going to be starting out with? To the table, I am bringing Snow from Super Mario Maker 2, specifically the Super Mario World version. Thank you. 
Snow theme from Super Mario Maker 2 was composed by Koji Kondo. The game itself came out in 2019 for the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch! Yay! And uh, Koji Kondo, as everyone knows, also composed the original Super Mario World. Uh, why did you pick this particular new composition from this game? Out of the other Snow themes that Kondo came back and wrote. Well, I mean, I just... I like it. It's a good remix of the original Overworld theme from Mario World. I love that theme. That is one of the classic themes in games. And it was uh, the first time, actually, that Koji Kondo did the uh, the motif thing that he also came back and did in Super Mario 64, where he kind of has one major melody and everything else sort of revolves around that. It's really, really, really cool. Well, um, so when I think of festive, wintry music. I do think of a lot of the, the happy, upbeat, uh, sort of peppy things. Uh, this episode and the playlist associated with it are things that you might be able to play like in the background of a, a Christmas party or something like that. Probably not as uh, pensive or staring out a window at a dreary day with a cup of cocoa in your hand as last week's songs were, but definitely a really festive uh, sound for the holidays, no matter which holiday you are celebrating this year. You haven't been playing Mario Maker 2 that much since we got it. Nope. Uh, Lemon Boy got into it for a little while. Mm -hmm. I know y'all really like watching that uh, that one guy on YouTube. Yeah, DGR. DGR, yeah. He is one of the few <laughs> of the um, streamers that y'all watch that I actually really, really enjoy watching. He's uh, he's super funny, um, and he is uh, like he does these things where he plays troll levels uh, that are like specifically designed to sort of trick you. And it like it's right up to the edge of being unfair, but because he's in on the joke, it's not unfair. And he does he just does a really great job of like uh, showcasing those things. And he has so much patience. I can tell he's a dad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you did do a little bit though in Mario Maker Two. Mm-hmm. Any plans to go back to it anytime soon? Um, not really. <laughs> Why do you think it is that you didn't get as into it as you were in the original Mario Maker? Well, I don't know. No, I wasn't really that into the original Mario Maker either. You did play quite a few of them online. You really liked, you and the uh, Dusklight really liked the auto-scrolling ones, especially the ones that played music. Oh yeah, the music levels. Yeah, you guys got into that for a while. Well, speaking of music, this track is definitely spot on. Of course, when we're talking about the master, Koji Kondo, <laughs> I don't really know what else you could say. So from Mario, I think I am going to take it to an old rival of his for my first track of the evening. This is from a Sonic game, but not any Sonic game that you, Shukapow, have heard or possibly even heard of before, (laughs) and not a Sonic game we have ever featured on the show. From Sonic Runners, we are going to listen to Magical Snow Day.
was Magical Snow Day from Sonic Runners, released for iOS and Android in 2015 and composed by Tomoya Otani, who is one of the uh, Sonic Adventure era Sonic composers. I think he's actually still involved with um, Jun Sinoue. But yeah, Tomoya Otani is kind of uh, the Hirokazu Ando to Jun Sinoue's um, Jun Ishikawa. So <laughs> <laughs> they have been kind of a partner in the modern Sonic era, which is polarizing for a lot of people. This game seems to have been no different. A lot of critics said that Sonic Runners was, in a way, a return to form for Sonic after the whole Sonic Boom thing. Um, that this is, in a lot of ways, what Sonic should be. I mean, it makes sense. It's a Sonic Endless Runner game, you know? But apparently the pop-up ads and the pay-to-play stuff was just super, super annoying. <laughs> so it didn't <laughs> yeah, sell that. very well. <laughs> yeah. Do you deal with any of that in, like, the, the web games you play or anything? Uh, not really. Nah, that's good. We don't let you have a smartphone yet, so sure, <laughs> eventually you'll experience that kind of thing. But yeah, I didn't actually even know that Sega had forayed into the world of mobile games. But apparently this game actually has a sequel, a Sonic Runner's Adventure. And if this track is any indication of what the music is like in these games, I need to look deeper into it. <laughs> what did you think of this track? That was really good. I like how that, that weed melody, like the doo-doo-doo-doo, like yep. it kept going between all the different instruments, like the electric guitar and the oboe, mm-hmm. and then the glockenspiel in the background and yeah. stuff, all those instruments. Like The percussion was great. It really is, and percussion is such a big part of uh, winter music. I loved Christmas season when I was a percussionist in the high school band. Uh, if Mike from uh, XVGM is listening, he was also a percussionist in school, and I'm sure he could say the same thing. There were so many different things to play, and it was always so much fun. If you could think of one percussion instrument that we are probably going to hear multiple times tonight, what is it? Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's also an iconic symbol of the holidays. There's a whole song named after them. We, we opened with a version of this song in the background. Jingle bells? Sleigh bells, yeah, jingle bells. <laughs> uh, so we're going to hear sleigh bells in a lot of stuff tonight. In pretty much everything we've played so far, there has been a type of jingle bell noise. Uh, but yeah, this was so much fun. And it, I know it was kind of a long one, um, but it just kept going and it kept moving on to new stuff. Uh, it's one of those instances where I kind of feel like this really great track was sort of wasted on a mediocre game. <laughs> We'll see if uh, there's anything else like that tonight. Although, on my playlist at least, I don't think that there is. I've got quite a few bangers, and a lot of them are kind of obscure bangers on this show. What do you have for us next, Young Mm. Shoot Kapow? I'm going to go with something a little bit similar. It's got that fast pace. You're like running along snow-covered hills as I expect you would in a Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I might know where you're going with Except, this. Except, you're not exactly running. You're surfing. Surfing? But this is sewer a winter episode. surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Except, no, no, it's, it's not sewers. We don't surf in the winter. What are you talking about? This is... What is this song, even? From Kirby's Epic Yarn, Mount Slide. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, that was Mount Slide from Kirby's Epic Yarn, released in 2010 for the Wii and composed by Tomoya Tomita. Tomoya Tomita. I love this soundtrack and I love this song. (laughs) It's so good. I love it. It's great. Uh, Just the, the big, swelling, sweeping orchestra. And I can't help but picture, like, you're, you know, when you're Kirby and you're, like, flying, and then you do the twist in the air, and you do it at just the right time and bounce off a of Bronto Burt so you go up and get the CD or the bonus item or whatever it is. It's just, this game is so fantastic. Everybody should play this game. It's, oh, it's so much fun. As easy as it is and as accessible as it is, oh, it's just so good. And, and the soundtrack just makes me smile. I love it so much. It's such a departure from other Kirby music. Like, it's really different from what you think of as Kirby. But it works so well. Because Tomoya Tomita is amazing. You actually made the comment about how this one kind of goes a little all over the place. Elaborate on that. Well, it's like, there are the, the times when it's just like, big and, you know, sweeping and amazing. And then there's just like those those like little dangerous areas. Oh, yeah, when it sounds like, kind of more tense and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a, you're snowboarding, except if I were snowboarding, then it would all be tense and dangerous. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, it's it, it's really it's just so good. You know, it honestly reminds me of John Williams. Like this song makes me think of something from like Hook. It's just. It's just so dang fantastic. I'm so glad you picked this. Uh, For anyone who did not tune in last week, go check it out. Although maybe not in the middle of this episode, because that would be a really weird emotional jump. (laughs) But uh, go check it out. Um, So what I did in brief is I went back and listened to a whole bunch of other... Well, I didn't listen to all of them, but I looked up a whole bunch of other VGM songs that have been... Or wintry VGM songs that have been played on winter podcast specials. And I scrapped all of them. And then I went to YouTube and looked up a bunch of songs. I cleared out all the ones that have already been played, and I just saved the ones that were left. There were so many great ones that Shuka Pow and I decided to split this up into two winter episodes. Last week, in the Land of Ice and Snow, was a feature of slower, creepier, or chillier VGM uh, winter tunes. And this week we're doing the more festive ones. And if you can't tell from the first three songs the vibe that we're going for, well... That's okay. Just stay anyway, uh, because we've got some really, really great music for you. And hopefully, this all puts a smile on your face. But man, um, when when we narrowed this down, it was still really hard for me. I had a whole bunch of tracks picked out, which is why like some of my runner-ups are actually the ones that we're going to feature here in the in-between segments. But when I saw your picks earlier today, when you showed me the ones you'd finalized... I was so happy because several of them, including this one, were ones that just barely didn't make my playlist. And yeah, a lot of fun. Thanks for bringing this. It's amazing. You're welcome. I'm going to be bringing another probably kind of unexpected jam next. This one is from a licensed game, the only licensed game on my list, from Monster Hunters... No. No, that's (laughs) later. From Monsters, Inc., Scream Team, which was called Monsters, Inc. Scare Island in Europe. (laughs) 
It's actually not that, but it's not too far removed from that sort of jazzy, funky soundtrack. Um, this is Arctic Pursuit. That was Arctic Pursuit from Monsters, Inc. Scream Team, also known as Monsters, Inc. Scare Island in Europe. And Europe is where this game was composed by two uh, Belgian composers, I believe. I was not able to find out any other information about them, but their names are uh, T. Sohet and P. Roger. That's about all I know. Um, so, yeah. That was cool. Funky yes, little jam. it was. Definitely had that Monsters, Inc. vibe going for it. What do you think? Like, I could see this in the Monsters, Inc. like uh, one of the chase scenes or something like that. Yeah. Did it sound wintry to you? Hmm. A little bit, maybe. Maybe a little bit, yeah. I think this is the least wintry track so far. Um, I think the name is about all I could use to get by with it, but uh, <laughs> when I listened to it, it kind of bounced on and off my list, partially for that reason, um, but then when you picked one of the songs that uh, that you picked, I was able to bump one of mine and this one came up. So uh, it, it's really fun, though. I like the the, um, the that sort of blasty... I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a saxophone or some kind of low horn, but the main... Dun, dun, dun. The main instrument that's like playing that. Uh, so this game, um, all that I could see about it online was that it is a platform game. You play as Mike and Sully, and you go to Waternoose's secret monster training facility, um, Scare Island, uh, to train to become better scares. And so this is like between Monsters University and Monsters Inc. The game was apparently released to mixed reviews. <laughs> um, and you go through a simulation where you have to like, compete with other scarers and scare as many robot children as you can. And from all the YouTube comments I saw, this is apparently a really annoying level because of how Randall acts. So in that way, it's kind of like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It, it might be my favorite Pixar movie, Monsters, Inc. I know it's your mom's. Yeah, it's, it's really good. You actually like the uh, prequel quite a bit, don't you? Uh, yeah. 
I know that uh, we were when we were doing movie nights um, a while back. You you picked that one one time for your turn, Monsters University, which you know as Pixar sequel prequels go, isn't bad. It's pretty cool. I like it. And yeah, uh, one interesting bit of trivia: the entire voice cast reprised their roles for this game, except for Mike and Sully. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, voice acting. I wonder how it was. I'll have to see if I can check out a clip of that. Ah, but enough uh, Arctic pursuing. Man, we have been running, we've been snowboarding, we've been Arctic pursuing. Uh, <laughs> where are we going next, Shukapal? Next, I think we should take a visit to Mount Wario. Oh, man. From Mario Kart 8. We just keep going downhill. <laughs> What's going to happen when we hit the bottom? I don't know. Okay, well... Let's keep going and find out. That was Mount Wario from Mario Kart 8, released in 2014 for the Wii U, and composed by Ryo Nagamatsu. Ryo Nagamatsu. <laughs> oh, man. A name that has become synonymous with Mario Kart. He's done quite a few of the last several. And Mario Galaxy. Along with some uh, some others, such 
as uh, uh, Kenta Nagata is also a big name in Mario Kart. And yeah, <laughs> that's that was definitely festive. That was some super upbeat stuff. I love the jazzy horns and that fiddle though was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. When I saw Mount Oreo on here, I, I kind of thought that you were probably going to land on this one for one of your picks. <laughs> this is a fun stage, too. I like this one a lot. It's one of the ones that's... Uh, isn't this one of the ones that doesn't lap? Uh, yeah. It goes, like, all the way to the end. Kind of like we're doing. We just keep sliding on down the hill. Whether it's <laughs> a, a surfboard or a cart or just, you know, running in an Arctic pursuit. <laughs> but, oh man, this is... This is good stuff. I like this one a lot. We haven't played much Mario Kart lately. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because the um, our oh, Wii U version. Oh yeah, our Wii U version is busted. Yeah. Oh well, maybe uh, maybe we'll get deluxe for Christmas or something like that. Maybe <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, deluxe added the Inklings, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And the battle modes. So, um, I feel like we've. Did we borrow that from somebody? Because I feel like we had it. Uh, yeah, we borrowed it from. Oh, from Neverender. Yeah, yeah, Neverender and his his wifey. Um, that is right. Okay, cool stuff. Wario is one of my favorite Mario characters. He, <laughs> I know he's just like this big, gross, loud guy. But ever since uh, Wario Land on the Game Boy, I have been a Wario fan, and his track. Wario Stadium, I think it was called, was my favorite one in Mario Kart 64. It was a lot of fun. The music actually wasn't one of my favorite tracks, but the track itself was a whole lot of fun. This one is definitely no different. This one is this one is really fun. All right, well, you know what? I think we are going to keep it in the Mario Kart vein. Now, I already mentioned uh, last week that Frap Snowland and its many, many covers and redos has been covered on um, several VGN podcasts for winter episodes, but I'm actually going a little bit more recent with what may actually be our most recent game on the list. Um, I mean, it's going to be close. Mario Maker 2 also came out in 2019. And I'm not sure what all else you have got on the list for tonight. But we're going to go to a track from Mario Kart Tour. Ooh, the mobile game that came out last year in 2019. We actually don't know who composed this track. Uh, possibly Kenta Nagata or Ryo Nagamatsu. But uh, it is a very, very nice tune. And unlike the game itself, this track, I believe, actually is fairly recent. I think it only came out in the last couple of weeks, or a couple of months at least. But, all that said, without further ado, from Mario Kart Tour, here is Merry Mountain.
And that was Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour. That was great. Oh, man. That, uh, that brass was amazing. And then it just kept going through the entire piece, and it was great. <laughs> I know you've got a soft spot for brass. I really liked the handbells in this one. The Especially, like, toward the end, there was just this run down, like, ding, 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 ding. And, and it just kind of kept going and going, and it was, uh, oh, it was just... This had really, really nice arrangement. I don't think that all of these instruments were real instruments, and that way it sounds a little of a step back, uh, just production-wise, from Mario Kart 8, but you cannot deny the composition or the arrangement on this one. Ah, that was a fun, fun piece. <laughs> it doesn't make me want to play the game, though. I just, I don't know, something about mobile gaming, maybe because I don't have a smartphone, <laughs> it just doesn't really appeal that much to me. But even just the idea of, um, I don't know, of playing what I'm used to having as a console game on a handheld uh, device, well, a mobile device, huh? I just kind of outed myself because I play a lot of handheld games, so. <laughs> Anywho, man, this was fun though. And maybe a little bit cheating to pick a track that's less than a month old for a These Have Never Been Played Before episode, but I'm really glad to be able to debut this. I'm pretty sure this is the first time this is ever being played on any video game music podcast. <laughs> and hopefully more people hear about it. I'm not sure if Mario Kart Tour has very many new tracks in it or not. Um, I would have to look into that. That might be that might be a nice episode idea at some point if it has some has some cool tracks in it. But none of them could be cooler than this one. Am I right? <laughs> puns, puns, even more puns. Yes, it's too many for one episode. <laughs> well, that was fun. We've been racing around in our carts. Where are we going to head off to next? Uh, we are going to... Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> the next track up is going to be A Little Light Snowfall from Yoshi's Woolly World. Ooh, you're taking us in a different direction. Yep.
All right, that was A Little White Snowfall from Yoshi's Woolly World, released in 2015 for the Wii U and 3DS, and composed by Kazumi Tataka. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, when you read a name like A Little White Snowfall, I don't expect... <laughs> this is just a delight. This was the song was an absolute delight. It was great. <laughs> I just it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like a um, in sports movies you have like a whole like a training montage sequence. In Christmas movies you have a like decorating, gift giving, caroling, just going around doing all the you know traditional Christmas stuff holiday sequence. This is the music that plays during one of those holiday sequences. <laughs> this uh, this is just delightful. It makes me want to play this this level. I never really got too deep into Woolly World. I played it quite a bit, and it was pretty fun. Um, it actually was the closest, in my view, that we had gotten back to the original Yoshi's Island, which is just a gaming masterpiece. I love it from top to bottom. And Kazumi Totaka, really. That is... That's impressive. He's usually not so straightforward as this. I might actually have to fact check you a little bit. Hold on. I'm gonna have to check on that for a second. You know what this reminded me of a little bit was uh, what's that? Do 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 do. That's, uh, that's uh, Rainbow Falls. From, oh, from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it also had a little bit of um. Uh, I don't know, there was something in here that sounded like a, a little bit of a Christmas tune, but not quite. It was a similar harmonic feel, but the intervals weren't quite the same. Mm. You know, Dusklight and I actually had noticed recently there's a, a theme that is in a few different sort of Christmas time movies. It's uh, do, 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 do. That's a sequence right there. It's in Elf, it is in The Polar Express. And it's also in a relatively obscure little uh, Don Bluth short film called, I think it's just called The Small One, that's what I remember it as, but it's about this little boy who has to sell his donkey, and it's around Christmas time, although you don't know that it's around Christmas time. It's not really Christmas time. It's So it, it, it ends up being the donkey that takes Mary to Bethlehem, which you know we know that didn't actually happen at Christmas, um, uh, but you know, traditionally that's what Christmas celebrates is um, the birth of Christ. And so anyway, uh, still a Christmas movie-ish, but that uh, that motif is in that. And I wonder if there's just something sort of like archetypal about that in people's minds that they associate it with Christmas or something. Maybe. Um, but okay, so. Yoshi's Woolly World was composed... There was sound work done by Misaki Asada. Oh. Okay, guess who's credited with most of the music in Yoshi's Woolly World? Hmm. Well, I will give you a clue. He is also credited with the in Wario Land Shake It and Kirby's Epic Yarn. Hmm. It's Tomoya Tomita. <laughs> we have him on the show again. Um, yeah, according to the Nintendo Wiki, he was the composer for like almost all the songs here, including A Little Light Snowfall. Hmm. That makes a lot more sense. I could totally hear this in Kirby's Epic Yarn. And it, it totally is Tomoya Tomita's style. Like, Warrior Land Shake It. We could just do a whole Tomoya Tomita episode, and even if it's just those three soundtracks, it's going to be some of the best music we've ever played. <laughs> but Kazumi Totaka... 
is actually he did he did some of the Yoshi work. I feel like he might have worked on Yoshi's story. Um, but Kazumi Totaka has a much closer relationship with Yoshi than that. Do you know what it is? Mm, the original Yoshi's Island? No, that was Koji Kondo. Um, so there is a character who most people associate with Kazumi Totaka. Do you know who it is? No. Well, in Japanese, if you say Kazumi Totaka's name, but you abbreviate the K, they say the surnames first, so it's Totaka K. Totaka K. Slider <laughs> is Kazumi Totaka, basically. Um, and he is largely responsible for a lot of music in Animal Crossing. He is also the voice of our favorite green Nintendo dinosaur. Really? Kazumi Totaka is the voice of Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, still, nice little segue there. And speaking of segues, I'm going to segue us into the next track. See, we got off our carts, and we went through a little light snowfall, but then it got kind of cold, so we decided to take shelter in a cave. Come to find out, there is someone living in this cave. Mm. From Spelunky, this is Yeti Caves. jazzy little diversion you just heard was Yeti Caves from Spelunky, which is a multi-platform game, originally came out on Windows, has not come out on Switch, which, looking at this game, I'm really surprised. It totally looks like a Switch indie game. Yeah. What did you think of this little tune? That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I love that saxophone. And I think my favorite part was that call and response part. Do-do-do... That was, that was, this was just, it was a smooth jam. If uh, Carlos and Hammock are listening, then I'm sure that they got a kick out of this one. I think this is right up their alley. They, they, they like that stuff. But yeah, this, this was, this was really cool. Never played this game. Don't have a whole lot to say about it. The song was composed by, um, I believe, George Buzinakai, uh, or Buzinkai, sorry, George Buzinkai and Jonathan Perry, 
there is an Eirik Sirke who apparently worked on the remake of Spelunky that came out in 2018. Don't know much about these gentlemen. I looked online. I didn't find a lot of stuff. Um, if anybody knows anything else, please let us know because this is a really cool soundtrack and I dig it. I dig it. You know what else I dig? Mm. Finding out what you're going to play next. Alright. Next up, I have Mammoth Glacier from DK Barrel Blast. <laughs> you picked a song from DK Barrel Blast. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's get into it. That was Mammoth Glacier from DK Barrel Blast, released in 2007 for the Wii and composed by Takashi Koga. <laughs> Takashi Koga, yes. That was a oh, lot of fun, man. Going from uh, jazz to holiday funk. That was that was a nice jam. Not really funk. Not not at all. Uh, had did have some uh, some funky flares in it though. That was really fun. I love that organ. That do 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 do. That was really really cool. Lots of fun instruments on tonight's episode. <laughs> um, man, we already talked about instruments and made playing instruments earlier, but that's really that's really cool. That's like a Hammond B3 organ, not like a big church organ um, or the state of Oregon. But <laughs> um, <laughs> and well, you have never played this game, no? Because we I don't think we had this game. Do you know what kind of game this is? Uh, one where you like run around in barrels, or like shoot shoot Donkey Kong out of barrels and stuff. It's a racing game. Oh wow! Uh, Diddy Kong's Up Smash came from this game. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, or Up Special rather. Up Special. Up Special. Um, everybody rides around on barrel jetpacks and they <laughs> they race. Uh, this track actually had two really cool themes that have never been played on a Winter VGM episode before. How come you chose this one over Alpine Peak? Uh, I don't know. I just like this one better. It has that 
cool, like, that cool melody, and just, just, yeah. It does have that. The organ is definitely, definitely good. There's something about Alpine Peak that I liked a little bit better, and that's why I picked it for my list tonight. <laughs> and that is what we're going to go to next. So, once again, from Donkey Kong Barrel Blast, released for the Wii in 2007 and composed by Takashi Kouga, this is Alpine Peak. If you don't leave this episode with a smile on your face, something has got to be wrong, and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. That was Alpine Peak from Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. And Takashi Koga doesn't seem to have done a whole lot of other stuff besides Donkey Kong. Very, very limited discography. He did DK Jungle Climber in 2007, Donkey Kong Barrel Blast in 2007, and DK King of Swing in 2005. All the games that I have never played. <laughs> but this guy knows his stuff. I would go so far as to say that either of these songs is better than anything that is in Mario Kart Wii. And I don't hate Mario Kart Wii, but these songs are just on a whole nother level. This this is fantastic stuff. I love the, 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 the jingle bells in this one, the sleigh bells. And um, I think the, the, the B section is my favorite um, when the, the, the strings sort of come in, um, and there's this, this one really cool, like, like note that, uh, that happens, uh, the second, like, interval of the B section, and it's, oh, uh, this is just so good. All of these songs are just, like, super listenable. Um, I don't really do a lot of, like, holiday playlists. Most of the time when I listen to stuff these days, it's podcasts, but if I had, like, a holiday playlist, I would totally throw both of these songs on it. These are so good. But enough monkeying around. Um, <laughs> what are we going to do next? Hmm. Oh, we only have two tracks left, huh? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I think I've played everything except for Don't Freeze from Mario Party 9. 
There is one other thing you haven't played yet. Oh, really? Is it Penguin? It's Penguin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm going with that next. Just oh, you're going to go your Save Mario Party 9 for the end, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know what that means? Put that in the blue reel. You know what that means? You've got... You have got... Snow from Mario Maker 2. You've got Mount Slide from Kirby's Epic Yarn. You've got Mount Wario from Mario Kart 8. You've got a Little Ice Snowfall from Yoshi's Woolly World. Mammoth Glacier from Donkey Kong Barrel Blast. Penguin from We Fit Music. Or We Fit, sorry. That's two <laughs> different games. And then Don't music. Don't Freeze from Mario Party 9. You realize what you've done. Hmm. You got a Nintendo holiday playlist. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Everything that you brought is Nintendo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we know where your heart lies, and you can't deny these are some, some great, great holiday tunes. Nintendo knows how to make it festive. Okay, so we're going with Penguin next. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Man, I remember this game, this minigame. Um, you know, I actually lost 20 pounds with Wii U when, or Wii Fit when I first got it. Hmm. Uh, Maybe then we I, should get uh, Ring Fit. <laughs> we should totally get Ring Fit for sure. Uh, but that's a podcast for another podcast. For now, let's uh, waddle around and eat some fish. Penguin from Wii Fit, released in 2007 for the Wii and composed by Toru Minagishi. Toru Minagishi, uh, he is actually, at least I know him best as the main composer for Twilight Princess. Pretty sure that was Toru Minagishi. Some of these uh, second generations I know composers, I get them mixed up, but yeah. Um, now see, I could see Kazumi Totaka composing this. <laughs> this has got that nice silly Totaka flair. It's a fun little track, though. Um, I only didn't pick this because that loop is kind of short. Um, the finisher is really, really nice, though. But, I mean, this is a mini game. It's not designed to be a big, long thing. Um, what do you remember of We Fit? We Fit. I remember the obstacle course and the balance board and nothing else. You used to love that thing. Um, 
I remember this game. Uh, so you stand on an iceberg, and you use the balance board to like, tilt it left and right, and make your little me that is in a penguin costume go back and forth and catch fish that other penguins that are not in me costumes throw at you. I also remember from Wii Fit, there was a game where you, like, move a board around and make marbles drop through holes without falling off the edge. Um, oh, yeah, that one. That one, I played that one a lot. It was like a more of a balance and centering kind of game, not really a fitness game. Um, I think probably the running and maybe the skateboard one were the ones that uh, helped me lose most of the weight. So, um, And just the fact that I was checking in every day to see it, and I wanted it to stop calling me obese. <laughs> um <laughs> Super. You would stand on a balance board, and the thing would go up, and your me would get fatter and fatter, and then it would go. Bum, bum, bum. That's obese. <laughs> uh, and finally, I got down to overweight, and I was so happy. Yay! Uh, hashtag life goals. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I am going to one of my not Nintendo tracks, and. I'm a little surprised. I had never played this game before, probably because it was on the PS1. I never had a PS1. <laughs> um, it is from a series that I have heard a lot of great music from, but I have never heard anything from this game that I know of. It's never stood out to me. But this one's a lot of fun. The beginning is not at all in the, like the festive mood. The beginning seems more like it would be from last week, but then when it gets into the groove, it gets really groovy. From Gradius Gaiden, this is... Stage one, or Snowfield. And in what was probably the coolest track of the night, that was <laughs> Snowfield, the stage coolest one. stuff, the cool. <laughs> From Gradius Gaiden for the PS1, released in 1997, and composed by Norikazu Miura. 
Super Pal, what did you think? That was really cool. <laughs> you just made the airplane sound. <laughs> like, no, I mean like the one that's in this. It's cool because Gradius is a... Probably not super great audio though. So now you can now you can stop. Uh, but Gradius is a shooter game where you play like the, you know this airplane. It's like a side-scrolling shooter. And but man, this this is so cool. And that's that beat the beat section again. The do 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 do. That that part sounds really wintry to me. I think that part is really what sold me. But also, I just wanted to get something nice and synthy and cool on this episode. Um, and this one really, really fit the bill. Norikazu Miura has a um, pretty interesting soundscape in his discography. Uh, the first game I see that he composed for was a 3DO number called Iron Angel of the Apocalypse, The Return. I'm going to be willing to bet that Ed Wilson knows who this guy is. <laughs> um, second game was Gradius Gaiden, so this is not bad for a, a sophomore outing. Um, he did some tracks on uh, Kinsei, Sacred Fist in 1998, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, one of several soccer games. He also composed World Soccer, winning 11-7 International and winning 11-8 International. Interesting titles there. Probably, from what I can tell, most well-known for the Silent Scope and Suikoden series. Yeah, so that is Norikazu Miura. What is your last track? of the night, as if you didn't already give it away a couple of tracks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could have just put that in the blooper reel. Yeah, that's alright. It was organic. Yeah. Um, alright. And what else is organic? Stuff that grows out of other stuff. You know what grows out of Christmas? Parties. Like Mario Party hey! 9. <laughs> Mario Party 9. One of the ones we don't have. <laughs> Uh, and what are we playing from Mario Party 9? From Mario Which was Party? unfortunately not composed by Asunori Mitsuda, who did the first Mario Party. But still, I bet it's going to be pretty good. What are we going to play from Mario Party 9? From Mario Party 9? Not Mario Party 2, which is my favorite Mario Party, and one of the few games that your mom will play with me. But I'm going to stop doing that now. What are we going to play from Mario Party 9? This is Don't Freeze from Mario Party 9. Freeze!
and that was Don't Freeze from Mario Party 9, released in 2012 for the Wii and composed by Toshiki Ada and Ryosuke Asami. Names I am not very familiar with. Not sure what all they have worked for, but obviously they do at least some Nintendo stuff. This was a nice little track. Nice to end your playlist on. Uh, you know, wasn't big and like flamboyant and boisterous. It was just, it was cool. It was chill. Nice to listen to. Definitely still had all of those instruments that we've been hearing all night. And of course, it is still just very, like everything else we play. Very good music. <laughs> we almost made it to the end of the episode this time without doing that bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to all of the very good music we've played in this episode, including the music we played under us talking that we didn't actually talk about on our YouTube channel, uh, where we have playlists for all the songs that we have played, if Nintendo and Square have not cleaned all of them out yet. <laughs> um, speaking of Square, something happened tonight, right before we recorded this episode. Yes, it did. What was revealed to us? What did Daddy Sakurai give us for Christmas this year? Uh, more Final Fantasy VII music and Smash! <laughs> Just like a few years ago when he gave us Cloud for Christmas, this year for Christmas he gave us Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Oh man, that was last year at Christmas, we should have known. Was it last year? No, Cloud was in no, Smash No, not last year, not last year. It just, was like, it was just, a few years ago. But, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, hopefully more than just two new tracks. <laughs> Watch, he's going <laughs> to yeah. come in and it's just going to be that one we can ain't remix that we heard. <laughs> I, I hope they at least include one of the battle themes from Final Fantasy IV. Like, the Four Fiends, the, the Four Fiends theme is really good and I love it, and... I'm actually not playing Final Fantasy IV right now, I'm playing uh, a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon Silver. I'm actually <laughs> going to start a new White 2 Nuzlocke tomorrow. So you'll be playing Silver and White 2 and Sword or Shield at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and also Diamond. I actually am going to be playing a Final Fantasy game fairly soon. I Final finally, Fantasy X. Yes, I finally got a bigger SD card. And the other 10. From my work, Secret Santa. And I'm going to be playing Final Fantasy X, and I can't wait to tell Rob Nichols what I think of it, because it's his, like, his favorite game of all time. So uh, I don't know if it's his favorite of all time, but he does love it a really lot. A really um, lot. Yeah, but Mario Party 9. Mario Party is a really fun series. I feel like the even-numbered entries, at least early on, were more popular than the odd-numbered entries. I loved Mario Party 2. It's still my favorite one. I haven't played a lot of the later ones. Never played 9. Um, and I didn't hear anything at all about Super Mario Party after it came out. <laughs> um, the kids have watched some uh, playthroughs, like that uh, that Zebra guy that they watch. Yeah, did some Zebra Gamer did some Mario Party, Super Mario Party stuff, I think. Um, and they would pretend that they were each one of the characters who was playing, and then when it looked like one of those characters was going to lose, they would switch and say they were another character. <laughs> uh, Mario Party is it's a fun time. It is a fun time. <sighs> well, um, let me see. In some other recent news, um, speaking of Square and Final Fantasy music, I was recently on an episode of BG Mania. Brian mm. has had me on a few times now as a guest, and it's been a pleasure every single time. Um, a little while back, I was on an episode where we talked about the music of East Origins, mm. uh, which Level Down Games, the company that Brian runs that uh, BG Mania is a part of, actually gave me a review code for. 
And so that was really cool. And I sort of I did my review in audio format while we talked about the music. Um, I most recently, uh, actually just this week as we're recording this, last week as you're listening to it, Brian posted our um, uh, episode that he did about Nobuo Uematsu. And because Brian has this rule where he only plays one track, where he only plays a track one time, except for special occasions, and doesn't ever repeat anything other than that, um, there was only one Final Fantasy track on this list, because he's done showcases of a lot of the Final Fantasy music. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, there was only one Final Fantasy track. The rest of it is all other Uematsu stuff. Of course, I had to sneak in something from Fantasy Life. Um, but it's a really, really good episode. It was a lot of fun to record, so you guys should go check it out. BG Maniac came out in early December. Um, Shukapau, what news from your end of things? Mm, not much. I can play video games again because I'm passing algebra. And chemistry. And yeah. chemistry. Mostly algebra, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's always good that you're passing. Uh, so that you don't have to squeeze in all of your computer time while we're recording episodes. Um, but... I'm trying to evolve my Umbreon right now. And, I mean, uh, you know, my Eevee into an Umbreon. You're still working on your um, orchestral composition. Mm-hmm. And um, one of our new patrons, Ryan Steele, actually did a an orchestral... Um, well, he re-rendered it in Better Instruments, your most recent orchestral composition... Um, maybe if I can get around to it, I can record that and post it up on YouTube, if you'd like, mm. on our channel. And, uh, so thank you, Ryan, for that. That was a lot of fun. And, uh, our other patrons as well. We love all of you very much. Alex Messenger, Skeletroy, The Last Recon, Kung Fu Carlito, and Forrest Shamlian. Please make sure to go check out all of their awesome stuff in the show notes on YouTube. And, let me see... Next time you hear us is going to be in two weeks. Uh, we're not doing every week in December because I think that would kill me. And <laughs> more importantly, my wife would kill me because I wouldn't be spending as much time with her in a holiday time. <laughs> so, uh, but end of the year, last December of the year, you are going to be listening to our end of year review. We are each going to be playing 10 of our favorite tracks from the year. It was going to be our top 10, but that's just too hard, you guys. We went back through and listened. I mean, the show is called Very Good Music, so we all love this music. We, we, we love all of this music. We went through and listened, and Chukapau's list right now that he has to whittle down is 40 songs long. Mine is probably twice that. And <laughs> yeah, so we're going to give you our top 10 tracks, each of our top 10 tracks for the year. And um, in no particular order. And then we'll... Uh, at some points here in the next week or so, we are going to be posting a special bonus episode with Naomi Rubin, the artist who did our amazing um, artwork for the show. And that's going to be a fun little mini bonus episode. Uh, and I also have just recently decided that I am going to be posting on YouTube. It's the only place I'm going to put it, I think. I don't think I'm going to post an episode of the podcast because I don't really do mixtape style stuff. I'm going to post an ep- uh, a playlist on YouTube of just... Donkey Kong Country winter themes, or Donkey Kong series winter themes, um, from Donkey Kong on the Game Boy all the way up through Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, and there's a lot of icy, cool music there, um, sure we'll have Alpine Peak and Mammoth Glacier, on, Mammoth Glacier on there as well, so you can check that out, I'll post that up on December 25th, and you can put it up in the background 
Uh, you know what? I'll do it on Christmas Eve. You can put it up in the background while you're opening presents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but for my closeout track, I'm going to play a nice little number from the recent Iceborne expansion of Monster Hunter World. Ooh. Uh, Monster Hunter World came out in 2018 for multiple platforms. The Iceborne expansion came out in 2019. And the song officially is called Winter Star Festival. It was composed by Akihiko Narita, who is a longtime Monster Hunter composer. Uh, it's called Winter Star Festival, but I really like the name that it's called on YouTube that you'll see when you open up the playlist, which is Winter Star Soiree. I like that word, soiree. Soiree. Um, but this is just a nice number. It's not as big, up-tempo, high-energy festive as the other tracks we've played, but it still definitely is very festive in its own right. Oh, Akihiko Narita also did uh, Devil May Cry 4, along with lots of other composers. But yeah, so he's a Capcom guy, and he definitely did compose this track. I verified that for sure. But um, our blooper reel music is going to be NES Remix 2 from Remix 2, that's II, Roman numeral 2, Stage 7. This is the original Mario Brothers theme um, with a little wintry overlay. So you can enjoy that while you listen to me and Shukapow being silly boys. <laughs> but I think that that is going to do it for us. So until next time, I'm Ben Ross. And I'm Shukapow. Play very good games, be very good people, and keep listening to very good music.
welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to... Oh, wait, this isn't a... They already have XVGM, they have KVGM. WVGM just doesn't have the same ring to it. Although we are on the right side of the Mississippi port. No, we're not. Dang it. This is on the K side. Anyway, uh, you don't know about all that stuff. Um, Very confused. <laughs> hmm. I don't think you've thought about this at all. <laughs> no. Uh... You always give me the best audio when you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo has to make it. Nintendo has to make it. And I think penguin is one of those words that for a lot of people, your accent really comes out when you say it. Like iron. Penguin. <laughs> iron. Iron. And mirror. Mirror. And this isn't really an accent thing, but uh, you know the things that you used like um, on the front of your shirt to like put the sides of your shirt together? How do you say that? A stitch. Things that are all down the front of your shirts and you like put them through the holes to make your shirt come together. Buttons? Yeah, buttons. I um, went to college with a girl who pronounced it button. Hmm. Buttons. Interesting <laughs> pronunciation. Pronunciation. Go back to that. Go back to episode five and go watch it. Um, okay. Episode five of season one.